My name is Sarah Rose, and I believe women should live a rich life. You are listening to the Embodied Woman Podcast, where we ignite new levels of prosperity, pleasure, purpose, and passion so you can live turned on and in your power. It's time to make waves, Rebel. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to a new episode of The Embodied Woman. This is the start of kind of like a a new but old series I did um, with my embodied coaches. I, as you guys know, I'm deeply passionate about spreading the message and the voice of the women who are inside of my container containers because they're so fucking powerful. Um, so this is the start of hearing the voices and the missions of May's cohort of the embodied coach. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce incredible, powerful embodied coach alumni, Jasmine Barame. Hi, my love. Hello. Thank you for having me. I love just everything that you do, Sarah, and it's a pleasure to be on your podcast. I'm so excited. <laughs> me too. So uh, before we get into all your juiciness, I'm just going to say like Jasmine and I have known each other now for almost two years. Um, We played a lot in Clubhouse together when that was, you know, first a thing. We're actually just talking about Clubhouse and then we became friends and did some collaborations. Um, She's big in Taylor's world as well. Did a lot of collaborations with Taylor And I mean, I just, I really, really adore you. Like you wash peace over me every time I'm in your presence. And I know you create the most safe and empowering spaces for your clients. And I'm just happy that you're here. And I'm happy that we're finally podcasting. Why did it take this long? (laughs) (laughs) Podcasting is something that kind of makes me nervous because it's still really new for me. So that's probably why I wasn't like, Taylor, let's talk. Yay. Oh my God. Taylor, Sarah. Sarah. (laughs) We're one in the same a lot of the times. I know. <laughs> Yay, I'm so excited. So why don't you introduce who you are, what you do, and how you got into, into this work? Because it's very unique. Yeah. So my name is Jasmine. You can call me Jazz. And I am an emotional freedom facilitator and a shadow worker. And what that means is I use two really powerful tools. um, Well, a lot of tools, but two really powerful tools, EFT tapping, which is subconscious reprogramming, and then Reiki to help rewire the mind, the body, and the soul from your shadow beliefs, that fear, that shame, that guilt, that unworthiness to your more enlightened beliefs of yourself, that trust, that worthiness, that confidence, that joy, that peace. Um, And this work has really lit me up. And a little backstory, um, ever since I was five, I really knew that I was here to help people. And I'm 30 now, so 25 years ago, helping people was like, the idea of helping people and the careers behind that were really small. It was like a firefighter, um, police officer, a teacher, or something in the medical field. And I was like, I just want to be a doctor. I was really fascinated with TV shows that had to do with doctors. And I was like, I just want to be a doctor. I want to save people. And I carried that with me. And even up until high school, I went to like med camp at UCLA. When I was a junior in high school, I was really, really like, this is happening. And it wasn't until my sophomore year of college where at this time, I didn't know my intuition, but I was getting like intuitive nudges that were confusing because I wasn't familiar with them, that the medical field just wasn't for me. I wasn't feeling an alignment. Um, this is when the medical system started to shift to more what I like to call like assembly line versus like the personal one-on-one connection. And something in me knew that it wasn't for me. And so I went through my own journey just of self-discovery started dabbling in like business and all the things. And it always came back to like, no, I really want to help people on a deeper level. And I would say my, my spiritual awakening started around 2014. I had been in a series of car accidents and I was like, okay, like something's off. 
I don't know why this keeps happening. And I had this belief that I was a shit magnet at the time. Mm, and I didn't know that, by the way. Yeah. Wow. My lots of accidents happened, not just with me, but my family. And I had my family held this belief like bad things just happened to us. Mm. So this was like a belief that I really believed to my core. Yeah. And around 2014, my sister, my younger sister was, she had li- moved up north and she was working with uh, crystals and oracle cards. And this was all new to me. I had just begun my journey uh, of spirituality through religion, like brand new to Christianity. And I was like, okay, like that actually really fascinates me as well. But how do I combine the two of these? Like I believe in God and I believe in spirit and all this stuff, but I also kind of believe in our intuition and the mysticism and the crystals and not that they're going to cure everything, but that they do have healing properties. And so my eyes opened, my eye opened just a little bit. And 2016, it started to open a little bit more. I was introduced to Reiki for the first time in 2016 from my ex-boyfriend's brother's girlfriend, who is a really powerful healer in my space now. Um, And I was like, oh, this is so cool. But once again, I was just dabbling. And it wasn't until 2019 when I moved up north to Northern California and deleted social media by accident, but obviously divinely (laughs) orchestrated. Accidentally on purpose. Yeah. And lived in the Redwoods for two years. And within that time frame, I was like, I'm not going to recreate an Instagram. I'm just going to let myself be. If I get bored, I'll scroll through Pinterest and look up like energy healing and stuff like that. And so that's what I did. And while I was scrolling through, I was also working with one of my best friends at the time doing a chakra cleansing program where she was only guiding, not only, she was guiding through the chakras using Reiki. So the chakra system for energy healing. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so freaking powerful. And I'm dabbling in energy healing on Pinterest at nighttime when I couldn't sleep. And then one night I kept getting something on Pinterest called EFT tapping. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like (laughs) never heard of this in my life. And it happened probably like a week consistently. Yeah. And finally I was like, all right, God, spirit universe. If I'm meant to pursue this, give me a sign. You know how we do. Oh yeah. And it was like, self-paced EFT tapping online. And I was like, that's my sign. And this was like one of those 2 a.m. purchases where we're like scrolling through at 2 a.m. Bought the course, started diving in, but I was barely dipping my toes in. It was a self-paced course. And I didn't know much about holding myself accountable and self-leadership when it came to that stuff. Mm -hmm. That same year, and this is a long story that I'm making really short. It could be even longer. This is a long story. So bear with me. (laughs) That same year, my family had another accident happen in the family. And my nephew, who I didn't mention this before, but he's who I moved up north with. Mm -hmm. Uh, My sister and him lived up north and I moved up there to start over, but also to help co-parent him because she was a single mom or she is a single mom. And he got in a horrible car, not car accident, sorry. He got in a horrible accident. Mm -hmm where he fell out of a two-story window and it was a near-death experience. Mm. He was 18 months old. Once again, that that belief that I thought that like we kind of got rid of popped back into my awareness. And I was like, yeah. and now I have a tool. Now I have a tool. And now I know about reprogramming subconscious. So after his accident and him surviving his accident, by the grace of God, and seriously a miracle. None of the doctors can explain how he survived, let alone the fact that there's like nearly no brain damage. Yeah. A miracle. Mm. And I was like, I'm not going to let this be another thing that happened that shook my world and then go back to that old way of being. Like yeah. no more. And I really started embodying the tool that I acquired. And I dove into tapping and started healing myself. And that same friend who did her, her chakra and Reiki clearing with me, she was now a Reiki master. And she was like, Hey, I want to certify you in Reiki. Mm. And I was like, let's do it. Yes, let's do it. So I got certified. And one night, this was the beginning of COVID, like the end of April. One night I couldn't sleep. 
And at this point I knew like my insomnia wasn't insomnia. It was more so like the universe is trying to connect with me. God's trying to connect with me. And during the day I'm very social. So it has to happen at night because everyone's asleep and everyone's quiet and there's nothing going on. Yep. So downloads coming through, like you can do your own chakra clearing and it can be with Reiki, but had tapping. And not just add tapping, but work through those heavy emotions that you experience, not just that fear of death, but those other emotions that me, me and Sarah will dive into later in this episode, I'm sure, but other heavy emotions. And I was like, okay, I've embodied this. I've been working on this. I hit up my two best friends. I was like, can you be my beta clients? Can you be my guinea pigs? Cause I really think that this is something. Yeah. And both of them were like, hell yeah. And within three weeks of working with them, I went from having two beta clients to having seven clients and five of them were paid. Wow. They were sharing their breakthroughs left and right on Instagram. Um, Not just like tangible, but also the intangible, the emotional shifts, the confidence, like, yes, people walk different when they're confident, but confidence is more of an intangible um, breakthrough. You know what I mean? And their aura, their literal aura, just through social media, mind you, we're still in COVID, their literal aura is changing. And people are like, I need that. I'm going through my own shit right now. COVID came to expose a bunch of our shit. And people are like, I need that. And I could have easily been like, I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. The imposter syndrome. But I was like, no, I know that this wasn't just me coming up with this on my own. And I know that there's an infinite well of energy of wisdom of healing that I'm channeling at all times that can help these people. Yeah. And so that's been the journey with self with work, a long, a long journey, never ending journey. But here we are today, I've been doing this work for two and a half years. And it's transitioned and it looks different every season, but yeah, all, it all comes to the same thing. And it's just releasing, like, I call it your shit, like letting that, that shit baggage go. Mm. Yeah. Something that you, you pointed out there, which I think a lot of people listening to this need to hear is permission to like say yes and and to run towards your work and your purpose instead of run away from it um even though you're not quote unquote 100 healed right mm-hmm. i think a lot of spiritual leaders a lot of healers um they have they do experience imposter syndrome right like well i haven't fully healed myself so who am i to help others so I would love for you to speak deeper into that and maybe give some, if you have any tangible tools for, for them to, to move through. Yeah. So it's so funny because I feel like my journey was a little bit backwards. Um, I love saying that business is the deepest shadow work of our life because it's true Mm -hmm. that in partnership, being in a relationship with someone is also, Oh yeah. Big mirrors for you. Yep. And for me, I felt like it was the opposite of a lot of people because I was in a space where I knew that people needed help and I couldn't say no. I wasn't going to let people just go. When I knew that this could benefit them, I wasn't just going to let them go without this healing. Um, But a year and a half later, I started to experience that imposter syndrome. And I was like, oh, wait, who am I to be holding bigger containers? So this was actually last year I was experiencing it so, so big, so big. I actually, this was something that I worked on with Taylor. Like I am still going through my own shadows. Why am I here teaching shadow work? Like, why does this, like, it it almost didn't even feel fully embodied. And it wasn't until working with you and the embodied coach and you were explaining what lights you up and what's the most alive for you right now is what you need to be talking about because yes, you're going through it, but that doesn't mean that you're not embodied in it. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. this healing journey is never ending. It's never ending. And that's not to be like, Oh my gosh, we're going to be doing this forever, but more so for you to know where you're at is different. Go. And if you could help someone 
that was where you're at two years ago right now, that's huge. Even if it's just words of encouragement, like I believe in you or you're safe. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh Oh, yeah. It's huge. And we forget that sometimes. I know I forgot that. I totally was so wrapped up in my own like fear and shame. Like literally last year, I feel like the band-aids just ripped off and everything was like, here you go. (laughs) And it was intense. And so many times did I think I can't lead people right now. I can't lead people right now. And for whoever's listening that has this thought process, know that you're perfectly capable of leading them exactly where you're at. Just be honest with where you're at. Push into that fear lean into that fear that is so powerful that like like leading yourself through the discomfort of doubting yourself um lean into the fear I love that and and something that I I jotted down as soon as you spoke that that sense of like I it wasn't like a choice it wasn't an option I just like I I had to help people was that you allowed your purpose to be bigger than your fear. And I want that to land with you guys, like letting your purpose, letting your desire, letting, you know, your, your trust lead you over your fear. I mean, I'll never forget the day that I decided that my desire was going to be greater than my fear. It just had to be. Like it, it wasn't, it was doing the world a disservice if I didn't, you know, and, and the more I realized that in, in some way, shape or form that the imposter was still there, you guys. And here's another thing too. And I'm sure Jasmine will speak on this too, is the imposter syndrome doesn't just go away. Once you reach a new level, you're dealing with an entirely new imposter, right? So just know that everyone deals with it. And also permission, not even permission, but just like realizing how human it is. And if you weren't feeling that sense of imposter syndrome or like, who am I? I would think that there's some narcissistic, narcissistic. Oh my God. Can I speak? I got my Invisalign in. So, you know, podcasting and talking is hard. Narcissist. I can't say it. I'm done. (laughs) Narcissistic. There we go. Right. Who am I to have a podcast? <laughs> I can't even talk. So funny. You guys are thinking of what I'm putting down. I really hope. Right. If the if the imposter isn't there, then I mean there might be some other ego things happening in your life. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, after that really long stutter and um I'm unable to say words. <laughs> I'm going to pass the mic back over to Jasmine so she can take over. Um, but would you like to speak to that? Like the, the imposter syndrome actually being very natural for people. Yeah. Yeah. And I love what you said about like new, new level, new devil, right. And yeah. a devil is a word that's triggering to you. I invite you to lean into it or change it, but new level, new devil, just because you're navigating imposter syndrome now doesn't mean that you're not going to navigate it in the future. And I think something that you've talked a lot about in the embodied coach and something that I'm starting to really embody myself is regulating your nervous system for that imposter, because it's, it's really, your imposter is your higher self. Like Mm. you're just not used to that new frequency. And so you like get anxious and instead of doing the work, you fucking scroll and you Netflix and you smoke weed and you drink and you sex and you're plugging holes to try to fill the void of that anxiety instead of being like, oh shit, my body's feeling activated right now because I'm like about to access a new level of self that maybe has never been accessed or maybe I've just been dabbling in. Ooh, Jasmine, that's like such a good perspective right there. The reason you're experiencing imposter syndrome is because you're feeling your higher self and you're like, Whoa, who is this version of me? It's unfamiliar. Ooh, I love that so much. What many people don't know. And it's 
I feel like not enough coaches talk about this is when we're going through our journey, typically the, the containers are like eight weeks, maybe 12 weeks, maybe longer, but around week four, week eight, week 12, your ego will come in and be like, Hey, I know you've been doing this new thing, but remember the old shit that we were doing before that was so much easier and so much more comfortable. So like, do you want to just go back over there? And it's like to test you. And oftentimes people, that's when people quit. That's when I've had clients back out of contracts around that time before I knew about that, before I knew that that was a thing. And that's also when the biggest breakthroughs happen. Mm -hmm. So they're over here, their ego is like wanting to protect us, wanting to keep us safe, right? Probably also feeling like an imposter because you're implementing all these new tools that like who am I to be tapping on my face and talking about affirmations? Like, is this shit even really working? Like all the negative things are going to come up around that time. And then that's when your higher self comes in and is like, no, no bitch, we're, we're doing the thing. We've been doing the thing. Let's go to the next level. We're not here to keep backpedaling to Mm -hmm. be swimming in circles. We're not swimming in circles anymore. Yeah. That choice to rise or that choice to stay where you are. Um, and I, I, I call that the vibrational integrity, right? Like you've made the decision to go all in. You've made the decision to grow, to evolve, to expand, to change. And on a subconscious level, you're going to attract situations that will keep you in your safety zone, right? Which isn't true safety, but it feels like it. It feels normal. And it's literally you and the universe co-creating and creating these tests for you to really say, okay, but like, how bad do you want it? And do you trust yourself to hold it? And those tests for me, I feel so comfortable saying this and I've never said this before, but those tests for me, nine times out of 10 were men. Mm. And I liked to call them distractions because (laughs) it was pulling me away from my, from my purpose, from my path. Like it's very much, true you know yeah distractions <laughs> I love that and if, so much. And if you're a man listening to this clit distractions is very versatile in, in the experience or if you're someone that is uh, that uh connects with the clitoris in a sexual way versus the penis <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much <laughs> like penis <laughs> so fun Okay. So let's talk about, let's talk about shadow work. You touched on this earlier, the heavier emotions that we hold and carry. Um, Maybe just talk a little bit about what it is, but really I want to dive into why it's important that every single person listening to this understands and learns and grows from their shadows. Yeah. So Our shadow emotions are essentially the subconscious beliefs that we hold about ourselves and about our surroundings, our reality. Um, And they're also considered your secondary emotions. So think of like that joy, the peace, the love, those are primary, the fear, the shame, the guilt, the unworthiness, those are secondary, right? And our shadow emotions are essentially here to keep us safe. They're really connected with the inner child, with the ego, and they affect every area of your life. It's important to do this work because every area is affected. Um, I created a post that I haven't posted yet. So you guys will be getting a sneak peek, even though it'll be shared later. Uh, But if you're not healing your shadows, you're reacting from them. Ooh. In every area of your life. If you're not healing your shadows or healing from your shadows and you're reacting from your shadows and what that means is in your relationships and partnership, maybe you have an insecurity of your partner cheating on you or you being unworthy of love. And instead of you navigating that on your own or with your partner, you just keep projecting and telling them like, I just feel like you're cheating on me all the time. And maybe you're like on top of them. And I could speak from existence. This used to be me. I would like stalk the shit out of my ex. Like, if you're not with me, then you're probably with another girl and I'm going to make sure that you're not with another girl. So I'm just going to like hound you. And that was from a place of insecurity. That was from a place of not knowing my own worth. And it's a prime example, a perfect example. 
This shows up in um, business. Like I said, business and relationships are the deepest shadow activations of your life. Um, We'll use imposter syndrome as an example. If you have this fear that maybe you'll be judged for what you say, or maybe you're going to say the wrong thing, or maybe you don't have anything to say. And so you don't say anything. You're letting that imposter syndrome win versus leaning into that fear and that trust, that trust, that faith that you were activated to speak about something for a reason. And even if one person's life has changed, that's one more person that is receiving healing that probably wouldn't have otherwise. So um, powerful. Yeah. And shadows also affect our relationship with money. Mm-hmm. That fear of having money, that fear of not having money, the shame around having money, the shame around not having money. Like we can go through, I like to guide through the chakra system because each of the seven main chakras has core shadow emotions. Mm. So the root would be like fear. The sacral would be shame. Solar plexus is guilt or unworthiness. Uh, The heart chakra is grief or even um, judgment. The throat would be imposter syndrome or dishonesty. So kind of like lying. Yeah. The the third eye is limiting beliefs. And then the crown is attachments or addictions. So Mm -hmm. like attachments could even be like to a belief, feeling so attached to a belief, like that belief that I had that I was a shit magnet. I was so like, yeah, this is a part of my experience. And then what happens is there's something called confirmation bias. And your subconscious mind cannot be proven wrong. So if we have these beliefs that the shadows create or that create the shadows rather in our subconscious, then we're constantly attracting experiences to us vibrationally, like energetically to confirm that I'm not worthy, to confirm that I'm a shit magnet, to confirm that I don't have anything valuable to say to people. So when you're not doing the work, you're attracting from the shadow. Yep. And that's what 90% of people are doing right now. Yeah. You guys let that land for a minute. And I actually, when I hear like really important pieces, I always say, go back and re-listen to that part. So go back like two or three minutes and just hear what Jasmine's saying. One, if you're not healing your shadows, you're reacting from them, right? And then can you repeat that one, that last part one, one more time? I kind of forgot. Hold on. Um, Let it anchor. Yeah. It was <laughs> like, like channeling your, you are, oh, um, if you're attracting from your shadows, if you're not healing from them, there you go. Yes. Yeah. So if you feel like, if you feel like manifestation is hard for you, if you like feel like creating is hard for you, creating your dream life, if you feel like you just can't seem to catch a break, if you feel like you self-sabotage, like this is your invitation to get inside of Jasmine's world and learn how to liberate yourself from those things. Mm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, shadow work is true liberation. And I... I do believe that it's necessary for everyone, but I'm not going to force people to go on their journey. This is, it's an open door policy. You can come here and I'll be here when you're ready, but I'm not going to go chasing you. It's big work. It takes courage. It takes a, a very courageous person to be willing to look at their, their shit and, and then do the work to heal themselves from it. Yeah. And accept themselves as they are like with it. I love that you said that. And that's a huge thing with tapping, like with the tapping scripts. And if you're new to the tapping world, the tapping script is essentially just like words written down that you use to guide through tapping points, Um, loving and accepting and forgiving yourself because forgiveness opens that heart chakra. Acceptance opens that heart chakra and it really allows those desires to come into your fruition. It Mm -hmm. creates new beliefs in your body. Instead of you believing that old scenario, which keeps getting confirmed that you're a ship magnet. No, you're creating a new belief that everything's happening best case scenario and that 
beautiful, amazing, abundant things are pulled into my experience every day. Maybe that's your, your new belief. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that you were saying too, that like, you're going to attract more of those, um, those things into your life to affirm the belief, because I see, I see this a lot and I, I you probably have seen it inside of the embodied coach, like where people will like say a story and I'm like, well, let's like not even say that. Right. Like let's choose a new story. Um, and I think that just in that of like having the awareness of like how, like how you perceive yourself, how you perceive reality and taking ownership and responsibility over choosing something that you actually want instead of perpetuating a belief that is just not true first of all like not the actual truth nor good for you i mean that's total empowerment right there right to say like oh i actually do have power over my subconscious and i can and will release these shadows so i can be free so i can be in love so i can be abundant yeah absolutely and i honestly i think I've, I know I've been there myself where we'd have conversations and you're like, how, how about we switch this a little bit? And I think that's the importance of coaching containers or working with someone else, because we're here on our healing journey with blinders on, you know what I mean? And we're so like, when we're going through something or when we have a belief, that's our belief. We don't have any awareness or anything else. So it takes an outside perspective to be like, actually, this is what you really want. And you keep affirming that you want this instead. You're speaking it out loud. Our voices are powerful. We have a lot of meridians on the roof of our mouth and the vibration alone can pull things into our existence. And when we know that we don't want something, but we're still speaking from that old reality, we're just going to keep attracting that into our lives. And yeah, it's just really, really important to have somebody there to kind of relay or mirror to you what you really do want what your truth is and who you are at your core yeah and and just for the people that might not know the language of tapping what's a meridian Mm. so I love to explain because I have like a medical background (laughs) I love to explain the chakras as organs in the body and funny enough they're associated with organs And the meridians would be like the veins that move the blood from organ to organ. And if you were to speak about that in the terms in which they are, they're moving energy and emotions from organ to organ. So if there's an emotion that's not processed, such as maybe grief, when it's not processed, it gets stuck in either the chakra system or in the meridian. And that can look like a blood clot, if you will. Yeah, that's like what my mind first went to. I was like, oh, blood clot. (laughs) Yeah, so it creates like a clot in that meridian or a blockage in that meridian. And that will actually show up as physical ailments, physical diseases, if it goes unnoticed and untouched. And what a lot of people don't realize is, for example, the emotion of anger that creates acidity in the body. So these emotions that are just sitting in your body they're sitting and they're literally deteriorating your body from the inside out. Wow. So there's another reason why shadow work is important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny. The, a lot of the tangible take, like when working with clients, a lot of their goals are like make money or attract the relationship or something along the lines of that. Like the things that like we really want. And then when they walk away, they're like, Oh, I got off of my seven prescriptions that my doctor told me I had to take, but now I don't have this ailment anymore. Or this ailment is like really, really small in comparison to what it's been for the last 10 years. Yeah. And that, that is when I was like, this is a light bulb for me. This is true. This is that true healing that I was wanting to provide for people. Yeah. And now I'm doing it. Yeah. Oh, and I'll never forget the day that, and I'll probably butcher it, but you told me like my power is in my hands. My medicine is in my hands. And you know, what's so funny is I was thinking about you the other day because on my vision board of my phone, my vision board on my background, um, it says 
So it says my touch is lethal. And then it crosses that out. And it says my touch is power. And every time I see that, I'm reminded of you. I've never told you that, but I always think about that. I'm like, that's like for Jasmine. <laughs> Find that to me. I love that so much. Did you find that on Pinterest? I think so. Pinterest or Instagram, one of the two. But to me, I love that. That was that was one of the reasons why I wanted to host something in person was because I had the belief, I had the shadow that I wasn't powerful or I was almost like too ferocious or like assertive in person. And like when I'm in, you know, the comfort of my own home, I can like be this soft little like, you know, teddy bear. Um, so I had this fear of doing things in person. And that was that quote was um to help me overcome that shadow. So that's so funny. I had that fear last year when Mm -hmm. I was, okay. So went to Costa Rica and Colombia, you know this, but for the audience to put into perspective, I was in Costa Rica for a month and Colombia for two months. Mm -hmm. And about halfway into my Colombia trip, I did a combo, which is like frog medicine and a Temescal sweat lodge ceremony in the same day. Mm Mm-hmm. And through that ceremony, I had, once again, like a download spirit was talking to me. The people out here don't need your medicine. The people back home do. And I hadn't lived at home. Like I was up in the redwoods and then I went and traveled. So I haven't lived at home for like a few years at this point. Yeah. And I was like, that imposter syndrome, like I'm so comfortable hosting things online. I could travel. I have like freedom to do to take calls from the jungle of Costa Rica. Like, this is so freaking cool. I don't want to commit to anything online. So I was like ignoring it and ignoring it. And then I got sick for like a week out there. And I was like, okay, I'll book my flight home. (laughs) I I hear you. I'll listen. And let me just say this. And I, I know that you know this too, but for anyone else that might need to hear this, listening to that and leaning into that fear so many breakthroughs within self and then witnessing people holding space for each other in person and having their own breakthroughs around other people is so powerful. I think I've hosted like nearing two dozen in-person events since I've been back a year ago. Mm, Wow. So powerful. Mm, And I'm just so excited for your space to open up. I know, you know, we, I know the space. space. I was like, (laughs) <laughs> your uh my your, vision uh, yeah I'll speak on it yeah yes, my one of the visions that I had that is my goal my I would say long-term manifestation is to have a holistic rehabilitation and wellness center that will include breathwork tapping reiki all the things that work for me and the goal is to have this be an in-person like community space to be able to share this healing with anyone and everyone. Yeah. And I'm so excited for it. Thank <laughs> you so much. Oh, okay, my dear. Um, let's go into let's go into your services, how people can work with you, what the what you're launching right now. And then I'd love for you to talk a little bit about your experience inside of the embodied coach. Yeah. Um, and then we'll wrap it up. Yes. So right now I am launching Essence. We start September 16th and Essence is a 12-week shadow work and also conscious attraction women's community group. So eight weeks, we'll be doing deep dive into the shadows of the seven main chakras and also releasing any spirits or energetic attachments. And then the last four weeks is really geared towards connecting with your desires and releasing resistance towards what you want. So like manifestation, if you will. Um, This is a live for me. This is really exciting. And it was actually a signature offer. That offer that was downloaded two and a half years ago is now rebranded and added all the fun, amazing goodness of manifestation that I've learned over the past few years into an amplified experience. So this is for the woman that is currently navigating maybe like a low self-worth or grief or shame and, and feeling stuck, feeling stuck and is ready to embody that confident, bold, badass version of themselves that isn't gonna take no for an answer and isn't gonna let fear dictate their life. Like really just pushing their edges when it comes to fear. 
So that's what is alive for me. That's what's being launched currently. And there are only five spots left. I am honoring a mother's uh, partial scholarship as well as a partial scholarship for anyone in the BIPOC community. Um, So if that's you, and if it's still before the 16th, go ahead and message me and I would love to chat, flirt and talk about the shadows. Um, Yeah. Essence. So good. And you guys, I mean, I, I was with Jasmine when she re-downloaded, like had the download to relaunch Essence in a whole new way and a whole new brand and a whole new vibe. And as soon as she sent it to me, like there was this, this potency to it. And I just know that the women inside of that container are, I mean, they're going to completely change their life and liberate themselves. And Ooh, they're gonna, they're gonna, I love that you're bringing in the, the conscious attraction piece of it. Um, because now it's like, okay, let's heal, heal myself from these shadows and call in what I want in the process. Yeah. And what I realized is that's what was happening anyways. Uh, um, product. Yeah. The, the name essence essentially is like the energy that we give off. And what I was noticing because a lot of my clients were via zoom they would start with like a certain aura around them that I could see like through zoom. It was like dark energy. At first I thought it was tripping, but it was happening consistently. And then by week, like four light, like a light body activated their face looked different. Like they were glowing. And I was like, Whoa, like their literal essence changed. And so this is an energetic glow up if you will. And from that space where you are glowing and thriving, then you start attracting the stuff that you do want. No more attracting the shit that doesn't resonate with you anymore. So powerful. And you're, I'm assuming you're using tools in that like EFT tapping, Reiki. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be 12 weeks or sorry. Yes. 12 weeks, but it's going to be 12 education calls. So Mm -hmm. every week you'll be learning about all the topics between chakras, meridians, I'm going to do a week of like creating your own tapping script even, which I have never done before. So this could be fun. Um, Manifestation, shadows, all the things. And then there's also going to be 12 calls that are geared towards healing. So group healing, um, using tapping, using Reiki, using meditation, um, a little bit of breath work too. It's going to be poem. Yeah. So fun. Oh, I love that. So you guys definitely go check it out. And I mean, just enter into Jasmine's world, because like I said, at the beginning of the call, like she really is such a powerful and peaceful space holder and um, a force to be reckoned with. Like you've got this balance between like, I'm peace and calm and I'll activate the fuck out of you. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Yeah. I've been balancing that myself. So I appreciate that reflection. Yeah. Oh, so good. So I would love to um, just hear a little bit about your experience inside of the embodied coach. Um, I obviously know it because I was there with you, but I would love for you to share um, just a quick testimonial to the people listening to this about it and what it was like for you. Yeah. So I joined the embodied coach because I had, I had done um, a business coaching program for a couple how many months was that? I think it was a whole year with one of my best friends and it was amazing. And it gave me foundation. And when I got back from traveling, I had noticed and observed that with working with so many coaches at once, because I was working with like four or five, I started to like pick up pieces of each of them and almost like mock and which is totally normal, but I was like subconsciously mocking every one of them. And I was like, who the, who am I now? Like I lost myself. Like I lost my own identity, my self-expression because I started to express myself in a way that was similar to everyone else that I was working with. Um, and after going through how many months was it? I would say it was like two or three months of like deep exploration and healing you had been talking about the embodied coach. And I always knew that we were supposed to work together in some capacity. And I was like, okay, I feel like I'm ready to start embodying this new level of leadership when it comes to hosting things in person. And I want to also be able to balance that with 
the online space because I went from solely my business being online to pretty much solely it being in person. The first half of this year, it was like, I didn't really do too much in the online realms. Um, and I knew that the embodied coach, like you are the embodiment of the embodied coach and to witness how you act and interact and just go about your daily life. It felt very safe for me. And it also felt very expansive at the same time. Like, okay, she walks the walk and this is someone that I admire. And this is someone that I would love to maybe be like without having that like copycat scenario come back into play. And so through the embodied coach, I feel like I came into my authentic expression. I had, it was really deep shadow work the few, the first few weeks. I mean, you talked a lot about that, uh, but it was really just releasing all of these identities that I picked up that weren't necessarily mine. And once I started getting the downloads of like my masterclass that I hosted liberate and essence, I was like, okay, I feel more myself. I feel very capable of navigating the in-person and the online and not feeling inauthentic in either of them. And from that space, releasing clients that are no longer in alignment and feeling okay with that, not like gripping them for dear life and trying to convince them to stay with me, but being like, okay, like, all right, God, this or better. Yes. Aligning with the better. Mm-hmm. and continuing to align with the better. I have leveled up my own embodiment through the three months that we were together, as well as leveled up my leadership in every area of my life. The self-leadership, um, which is essentially the self-accountability and the leadership in my relationship. And of course, the leadership in my business and my online presence. Um, yeah. And my business just feels, it feels like, it feels like it did in the beginning before I started implementing everybody else's stuff, Mm. but like the 2.0 version, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think that's actually such an important piece to bring up because so many people go into business for the right reasons and lose track of it. And I'm so happy that this space brought you back to like your alignment and your purpose and your authenticity. Like that's so powerful. And I mean, it's, it's, it happens so much in the online space. Like there's noise everywhere and to like remain in integrity and remain in your embodiment. Like it's not easy to do that. It's really easy to get sidetracked off of like, what other people are doing and the money goals and like all of the noise when in fact, like you're doing this to live your truth, to live your purpose. And that gets to be the forefront of, of what drives it. Right. Yep. Yep. hundred percent. And our community of sisters is just like the reflection of everybody. And now I know someone that does copywriting that I trust and I'm like, okay, I have someone's course that I could take when I'm like feeling stuck in this. And I don't know, it's just so powerful to be able to see everyone in their niche and everyone leveling up at the same time. And because of that, I have attracted many collaborations. You don't even know about a few of these things. I don't, let me hear them. (laughs) I just got asked to do a drop-in for a women's retreat with two really powerful women um, for tapping that I'm going to get paid for. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Amazing. I am co-creating a retreat that's going to be at the beginning of next year for uh, one of the in-person offerings that has went from something that was supposed to be a few hours in one day to like expanding to like, okay, it needs to be like a 10 hour day because of all the potency. And now we're like, okay, it's going to be like a four day weekend type of thing because the magic and the energy, um, I got asked to be a part of a beautiful 10 day online immersion that we are in the middle of right now. What else? So many things. I'm trying to think of what else, just a level up in every area. And I, I think not even I think I know that through my new embodiment, my friends that are on their journey, because a lot of my friends are are healers and coaches as well. 
they're able to see that they can navigate their shadows and still be a powerful leader. Mm, so good. Yeah. Ooh, so exciting. Yeah, the retreats, the retreats are really exciting. I will definitely share more about all that stuff with you. Yeah. And you guys, I know you guys, you guys want retreats. I know you do. And I know I'm not giving them to you. I'm not there yet. Jasmine's there. So go follow her. You, you play on Instagram the most, but you're thinking about playing other places. So where's the best place for them to connect with you? Just follow me on Instagram at jazz, the healer, J S the healer. Um, and if I end up on a different platform, I link it onto my link tree because that's where most of my peeps are right now. But yeah, Instagram is a fun space. And whenever I navigate from there, Instagram is always the first to know. Perfect. Yay. Well, Jasmine, thank you so much for this beautiful conversation, for providing so much value and insight and for a beautiful testimonial. Go for it. Say it. So you asked for a tangible tool and I thought of one and then I forgot it. So when you are feeling that imposter or that fear, remember how I was saying it's, it's your body being activated by your higher self, grab a tool that you resonate with most. For me, it's tapping. I know for Sarah, she likes to do dance or an easy one would just be like rubbing the arms and rubbing the legs telling the inner child that it's safe, like this new level is safe. Um, You can also create a fist and tap in the center of the chest. I love this one. And the, uh. (laughs) Yeah, it's very primal. And it's to move that anxious energy. Anxiety isn't always a bad thing. Sometimes it's just your body's activated. Yeah. Yeah. So good. That's your tangible tool of the day. (laughs) so amazing all right my loves make sure you go connect with jasmine follow her on instagram and all the other platforms um take a look at the show notes so you can check out essence and um again if you enjoy this episode i always say share it with someone else who you think could benefit from it so if there's someone working through their shadows right now make sure you share this episode with them so they also can connect with jasmine and um so much love to you Thank you for listening as always, and I'll talk to you soon.